0: Somehow I don't think I've done a video like this in the past, I've done videos on some reasons why I love dungeons in the series and other similar stuff around the series itself. So I thought I'd discuss a little bit about why we love the Legend of Zelda series, why me, you and likely everyone watching this video loves it, and whether or not Tears of the Kingdom looks like it might have that spark that the rest of the Legend of Zelda series has. But what is that spark of the series? Well, to me, when I play a Zelda game for the first time, there's this very distinct feel. Starting up a brand new 3D Zelda game like Tears of the Kingdom is something that we will only probably do around 15 times on average in our entire lifetime from this game forward if we don't count games that came out before birth, depending on if they stick to releasing games every 5 years or so. In other words, a brand new Zelda game is an insane moment in time for me and probably for you if you're here, or maybe it's going to be your first time experiencing a Zelda launch after Breath of the Wild hooked you, in which case you're in for a fun ride but why is a Zelda launch so magical? To answer this question, I wanted to try and articulate why some of us love the series so much and whether Tears of the Kingdom looks to be capturing that since it's a sequel in the same world. Make sure to subscribe for more weekly content as we wait for a final trailer for Tears of the Kingdom and I hope you enjoy. The reason why we love zelda games so much a lot of the time can be chalked up to nostalgia or memories plain and simple this isn't true in some cases but a lot of the time we all associate memories with our feelings towards a game even when you played the game once and only really appreciated it the second time i know that when i played breath of the wild for the first time i never really gelled with it at all but i returned to the game at the end of 2018 the start of 2019 and some of my best memories are from around that time so when i think about breath of the wild I just loved the experience, and I still do. I'm going to be 20 soon, so the first Zelda game I actually remember finishing was Ocarina of Time 3D. Don't hurt me, I promise I went back and played the N64 version on console, which is exactly why I love that game so much, and the final two games that I think I should talk about when it comes to memories for me personally would be Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. I'm not the biggest Wind Waker fan, I'll fully admit. It might be in my top 5, maybe, nowadays, but it ranks pretty middling for the 3D titles personally. But some of my greatest memories with the entire series are with Wind Waker HD. I had a sleepover with a friend in 2017 and we got pretty bored. My family bought Wind Waker on Wii U on release and I quit it pretty quickly down to it being on the console in the front room rather than my bedroom. I was more of a COD fanboy, I'll be honest. That night, my friend slept pretty early and I played Wind Waker until 6am. That is when I felt that Zelda sparked for the first time since Ocarina of Time 3D in 2012. Finally, Twilight Princess, my favourite Zelda game. This is an enigma because it's not my first Zelda game and it's definitely not the first I finished or anything. But the first time I finished Twilight Princess was right after I finished Wind Waker, when I was most susceptible to becoming a fan of the series. And that is when everything clicked and I knew I was a Zelda fan. I pretty much ran every single Zeltic, Hyrule Gamer and Nintendo Black Crisis video for weeks. Every single one. These experiences are why I'm here today and in a more broad sense, They caught me at the perfect time. But this isn't really the why part of Loving Zelda. This is my when. And I'm sure you have similar stories that you'd like to share in the comments, but let's get on to why. Now, I love the series for a plethora of reasons. I love the atmosphere in these games, I love the overworld locations, the dungeon formula, the characters and how goofy they can be, the differing art styles, the side quests, the stories, the puzzles, combat, etc. etc these games are serotonin injected into the brain for me. This would be the definition that I think would fit pretty much everyone. A fun world to explore. Dungeons that really make you think. Characters who look goofy on the surface but offer a little more. A story that serves a purpose and might even be epic in scale. There might be more that you can think of but I think those are the cliff notes on why we as a collective love Zelda games. Some of the series does some of this stuff better than others. As an example, Majora's Mask does side quests and characters justice. Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess offer grandeur and stakes to a story mixed with great dungeons. Wind Waker's world is endlessly fun to explore as long as you're going to the right places, and it offers my favourite version of Ganondorf, and Skyward Sword offers a compelling story with lore revelations throughout and well-crafted dungeons. It's no secret that Breath of the Wild is different from the rest of these games, it even feels completely different to the rest of the 3D games but it takes a series back to its roots and in my opinion offers at the very least one of the greatest open world experiences i have ever had probably my favorite and it zeroes in on that. No matter how much people may say that it's not a real Zelda game or something to that effect, it was. And that Zelda spark can absolutely be felt when playing the game, especially for that very first time. So what is that spark? That's the ultimate question that we've been trying to answer so far. That spark is the love and the care put into each and every game by the Zelda team. I like to think that I'm a seasoned gamer who has tried a lot of different genres and a lot of different titles within those genres. Before I got into Zelda I basically never played any Nintendo games despite owning a ton of games on the wii but again that was in the front room not in my bedroom so i was more of a cod fanboy or a battle you know you get the type but nowadays i think i've played a lot more genres and i try and make it a point to try new games out that i've never played before whether that be rpgs and jrpgs action adventure games and a ton of other genres And I truly don't think I've ever experienced a series of games that has quite as much blood, sweat, love and tears poured into every single game. Even when they're working on time constraints or when they just try to get games out quicker like Majora's Mask. The developers of these games absolutely love the series and it is evident in their work, completely. But it's never been more evident to me than it was whilst playing Breath of the Wild that second time having more of an appreciation for the series as a whole up until that point, playing every single game up until that title. But if the spark that we feel when we play Zelda games is the developer's hard work, Then what could tears of the kingdom do with that spark? I mean has tears of the kingdom been loved and cared for by the development team and I think I can say with confidence in my chest that it will have a lot of care poured into it. This is a very long time for a Zelda game to release, especially a sequel, even considering the events of 2020. But I think the more potent question that we should be asking is whether or not the game will have all the stuff that we love about the series. Will it feel like that spark isn't present even though it very clearly is? Honestly, I don't think we know enough about the game and while a lot of people might say that's a bad sign, I think it's more than likely a good sign. I think them not showing too much to the casual audience up until this point is likely so that us hardcore fans aren't spoiled on some of those things that would make Tears of the Kingdom just that much better than Breath of the Wild so early on in the marketing campaign. But they likely know they'll need to spoil some stuff to wrangle in even more people when the game releases because while the buzz for the game is at a level at the minute, it hit a peak after last trailer and is now kind of teetering while we wait for the release and for some people they just aren't going to keep up with the game if their hype isn't in the sky like ours is at all times. I think this marketing campaign might have been a showcase of how much they actually care about the community, but that might be me coping as I usually do in these videos. (laughs) I think it's a possibility though to at least think about, but let's talk about those general things that would make it a good Zelda game. Going back to that, what did we say before? It needs a fun world to explore, dungeons that really make you think, characters who look goofy at the surface but offer a little more, a story that serves a purpose, and might even be epic in scale. Breath of the Wild's world was endless fun to explore and we're just getting more of that, so I think we're already getting that without a doubt. Characters who look goofy but offer more? Well, I think we have some of those in Breath of the Wild but not quite as many as past games. I think Tears of the Kingdom should have more recognisable NPCs like Cass, Kilton, Bolson and a few others that are chilling around the map. The story of Tears of the Kingdom is largely under wraps at the minute and I do want to do a larger video on the potential for the story in the game but right now I'm in the camp that is absolutely happy with the direction that they're taking the story in. Living out what's going on in real time as opposed to living out what happened a hundred years ago and they seem to be taking it a great way with the return of a humanoid Ganondorf. A perfect way to do a sequel to this point, at least in this series anyway. And finally, the dungeons. They are my biggest worry for the game as I'm sure you might have heard a few times if you do visit the channel, but I am cautiously optimistic given what we've seen so far. We haven't outright been told, ah yes, this is a dungeon, and we might not know whether dungeons are in the game in any capacity until release day. But they personally make me excited to play a Zelda game. When I think of replaying Twilight Princess, I think of riding a pony around the epic Hyrule field and dropping the horse off before going through giant puzzle based areas like Arbiter's Grounds, the Temple of Time, or Snowpeat Ruins. And it's the reason why I'm currently replaying that game despite playing it almost a dozen times now. I'll fully admit that I'm just a dungeon fanboy and that's probably just a character flaw of mine. But while the shrines offered that in a lot of ways, I think that the Divine Beast, the direct comparison pieces thematically to the dungeons, were like cluster, though I know some people love them which is fine, but I'd personally like if we had even more themed dungeons and I think the fact that Skylands seem to be themed around each of the regions that they're above might be a good start for the future of theming in Tears of the Kingdom because if I have to go through more than one or two Sheikah puzzle based structures in any game in the next 10 years I might just have a mental breakdown. <laughs> That's no for exaggeration but I'm sure you get me. This is all stuff i've said before but dungeons are one of the biggest reasons why i and many others love zelda along with that other stuff so i thought i'd give a full picture at the end of the day though do i think tears of the kingdom will have that spark and not only that but will it have all that stuff that makes an excellent game as well as an excellent zelda game i fully believe so and even if they don't cater everything in the game directly at me come on why wouldn't you I will appreciate Tears of the Kingdom down to the sheer time that they've spent on this game and the fact that they've risked it all with a sequel to an open world game. It would have been very easy to not continue the Hero of Wild Story and leave it as it was, but the Zelda team has taken a risk and it will likely pay off and be a fantastic game no matter how much of it caters to each of us and I respect that to no end. I know this was different to my usual content but I thought it'd be important to get this video out now before a trailer inevitably comes with the final marketing push sometime in the next month or so. This video is also heavily inspired by a brand new Zelda tuber called Zing so go and check out his channel if you need even more Zelda content, he's great. If you enjoyed this slightly different video then please do let me know and also let me know your story with the Zelda series and why you love it. Please do subscribe for more weekly content in the lead up to Tears of the kingdom's release and you'll join the 21% of people who are watching that are subscribed right now. Plus, like the video if you enjoyed it, it helps me a ton. Thank you to all of my amazing Patreon supporters and members with an extra special thank you to Sumji and Jared Whedon as usual. Thank you all for watching and I'll see you on Sunday. I do want to stream on Wednesday but we'll see. Please do, stay safe.